The following podcast is a B&E Network exclusive. The opinions expressed in Nerds on the Left do not necessarily reflect those of the B&E Podcast Network or any affiliated podcast. Enjoy the show. Anyway, Mike was saying that they did a poll and that they found that if only men voted in this election, that Trump would win in a landslide. Yeah. So that. So all the Trump trolls were like, let's repeal this 19th. The women don't need to vote. Trump, you know, all that other bullshit. So the way I heard it is that one of his sons went on a talk show and was basically showing them data that skewed him to look like he was winning. And one of them was, if only men voted, oh, shit. this is the way we would win. <laughs> Hashtag make America great I, again. That's how I heard that it ha- it started. That is fantastic. What I a fucking so. pig. Yeah. So welcome to Nerds on the Left. What's going on, guys? Not a whole lot, man. How are you been? Pretty good. Pretty good. Busy at work. Um so today it's going to be myself, Rodney. I've got Mike with me. Say hello. Hi, guys. And then uh, my lovely, beautiful, intelligent wife, Melissa. Your lovely? Yeah. Wife? Yeah. Yeah, you're beautiful and lovely. You're lovely. Lovely. Great. It sounds <laughs> no, negative, it... doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. Because it starts like, with a B. Sounds like blubber. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Blubberous <laughs> whale of a wife. You're blubberly. <laughs> blubberly. Hashtag blubberly. <laughs> no, no. No hashtag. If you hear a retching sound, it's just me puking from cuteness overload. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm talking gonna... about my blubber. It's so adorable. Well, it's going to happen at Aww. some point. What are we doing? What are we doing today? That's a good question. What do we want to start with? It's been a busy couple weeks. I mean, we've got... Surprising amount of nerd stuff this week, and then you know we had the second debates and all kinds of other stuff happen in the political world. So, what do you want to start with? Well, uh, the Rogue One trailer dropped. Uh, yes, it did. And for oh, just real quick, what did you think about it? I'm pro- I'm surprised you didn't hear me squeeing from my house. <laughs> <laughs> I heard. I heard it. That's that i definitely thought i heard that i heard something but i figured it was like a pig being slaughtered so oh shit yeah no no that was on tuesday and then when, when did the trailer come out i think today or yesterday yeah so pig slaughtering days on tuesday mm-hmm. my sweet day was yesterday it's one of those melissa jokes <laughs> you don't have to mouth fuck you you can just <laughs> say it but no the rogue one trailer like I'm actually getting excited about this. See, I was I was in the first time, you know, the first trailer, but this one sold me. I'm, well, see, Star Wars has hurt me before, Mike. You understand? <laughs> I, I was with you through the prequel years. I know. And honestly, which really makes me uh, confused, because on the IMDb page, Jimmy Smith is going to be the, reprising his role as Bail Organa. Yeah, From the, that uh, guy. The prequels? Yeah. Can someone explain who that guy is? Bail Organa? He yeah. is a senator of Alderaan, the planet the Death Star blew up in the first movie. Yeah, I got that part. And Leia's adopted dad. 
So he didn't blow up? No, he totally died. This is oh, a, but yeah, okay. So yeah, he was in the middle of the planet in the original right. Star Wars. Okay, right before. So this is right before he, he died. Was, right, he this was is in Rogue the Star Wars. Spoiler alert. This is, Rogue One is set... <laughs> came out in 77, I think. <laughs> yeah, Rogue One is set in between Revenge of the Sith and A New Hope. I don't know why I was thinking it was in between 6 and 7. But. How crazy is it that we're coming up on 40 years of Star Wars? Well, I'm only coming up on 27 years of it. Shut up. Okay. <laughs> You're old. Yeah, well, I'm not, I'm not that fucking old. <laughs> but I mean, just like Star Wars came out in 1977. It's like, how crazy is that? And our parents watched We're still the watching Star Wars movies. I think that's movies. the year my mom graduated from high school. Yeah. That is crazy. Yeah. Think about like what movies came out when I graduated from high school. It's like mm-hmm. Napoleon Dynamite. You're yeah, like, fuck super, me. Super memorable <laughs> stuff. Yeah. Well, I mean, at the same time, you did get Harry Potter 1. At some point, there's yeah. some, there's some kids that are going to be super pumped that you got to go you see Harry what? Potter. I was, the, like, reading the books, I was the same age as Harry Potter. Like, I probably had, like, the best experience. I really feel like it was catered to me, specifically. Melissa Potter? Melissa Potter. <laughs> yeah. Sounds like a substitute teacher name. So you got to be it pumped does. about Fantastic Beasts. Oh my god, yeah. I'm like trying to look like a normal functioning human being when we talk about it, but on the inside, I'm just total fangirl. Like you have no idea. I'm so excited. Oh my god, Harry Potter's coming. Especially because they're like there now. There's rumors that there's it's going to be like Grindelwald involved and someone just saying that like the Deathly Hollows are going to be involved. Well, and they've I'm just split. Like, they've decided that there's going to be it's not going to be a trilogy. It's going to be five movies. That's amazing. <laughs> okay, hang on. Because we got a lot of Rogue One stuff that we just skipped right over. No, Harry Potter. Yeah, where it's like, oh, let's talk about movies that have been out for 10 years hey, already. You know what? You opened the magic floodgates here. This is on you. Right. What? I, I talked about Rogue One. You brought up, she saw, she grew up with Harry Potter. Oh, that's true. Fuck. Thanks a lot, Rodney. Sorry, I was... They're supposed to rein us in, not drive us off well, the Well, you know what I was going to do, Mike? As I was going to just be like, hey, let's just switch back to Star Wars real quick, and I'll throw it in. I'll, I'll, magic of editing it so that it seems like we had our shit together. But then we lose all this of us fucking with you. Yeah. No, I was going to delete that, that anyway. Yay. I was going to delete that anyway. <laughs> He's already got a list. He's just taking notes like, yeah. take Melissa out completely. So in this Rogue One trailer. He didn't deny it. No, I'm, I'm totally going to edit you out. Um. Or maybe replace you with a robot voice. I think that would be cooler. <laughs> or you're just going to re-record everything that I said. I could slow down just your audio what? so that you sound drunk. Oh, like drunk Donald Trump. Yes. Couldn't we just get her drunk? Good. And we could do that as well. Let's do it. <laughs> I'm not going to say no. She's pro alcohol. I don't know if you if you knew her uh, platform. It's my on political that. platform, pro alcohol. We learned a lot more about what Rogue One's really going to be like in this trailer. We so did. We already knew that it was kind of going to be like a heist movie, and part of the movie was going to be them getting like a team together to, we assume, go into the Death Star or or find plans for the Death Star somewhere else. But this in, in the trailer, it actually kind of pointed out that it's more so pointing towards uh, Jane's dad. Jen's dad? Is it Jen? I think it's Jen. Okay, G-Y, I'm sorry, J-Y-N. Yeah. I don't know. Gin. We'll go with Melissa, do you want some gin? No. All right, cool. I'm going to edit that out, too. Okay. Don't worry. That's fine. So I'm just going to gloss over the fact that you forgot to ask me what I thought about it. Hashtag feminism. I was about to ask you next. No, you weren't. I was. No. You're busted. Anyway, I thought it had 
from the trailer, it seems like it's got a pretty generic plot. Like, there are rebels, they exist, and they rebel, and they win. So I'm really Shun hoping... Shun the non-believer. That's kind of what I'm, I'm feeling. I'm really hoping that there's going to be a twist at some point. Like, her speech in the trailer was very moving. It was motivating. And yeah, okay, that made me want to see it. But it was just like... Well, was I've Independence se- Day I've moving? Just, I was just about to say, like, I've seen Independence Day. So I don't know if I need to see this movie. It's like an Independence Day Star Wars version. Darling, you can't walk in here <clears throat> and be like... Star Wars sucks. I didn't say that. That's what we heard. Okay, <laughs> I just said you weren't gushing I'm about hoping. the new movie. Oh, okay, so I'm a bad guy. I, yeah, I basically just need to go support Trump. Like you I just may, need to vote you for may Trump. As well and have then been saying Star, Star Trek is better. Star Trek is better. It's not though. I we all know. It's I okay. haven't seen it. So for someone who is on the outside, I could kind of see your point, but I have invested damn near thirty years into these, this <laughs> series. Yeah. And just to see movies coming out that look good, mm-hmm. we suffered through the prequel years. Right. It definitely had the same spirit God. as the original trilogy. Like, Even the fact that Bail Argana is in it, it's uh, kind of giving me PTSD flashbacks to fucking midichlorians. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I really hope they never bring that up again. Never. Didn't happen. But I'm okay with Jimmy Smith's. Like, he's proven that he's he's got some acting chops. Oh, yeah. I really dug him in Sons of Anarchy. Yeah, and, and I think I think he's a good actor when he has good scripts. And I, I feel like they would not let a Star Wars movie no, Disney has, be bad. No, Disney has their hands all over this cash cow. Yeah. They will not screw this up. No. Yeah, I, I completely agree. They've spent way too much time and invested way too much money. In the billions, in the B. Billions, yeah. Nice. Like, more than the GDP of most countries. Uh, yeah. Wow, that's upsetting to think about, but... <laughs> well, I mean, if you really, if you want to put it in other terms, it's worth more than Trump. But Rogue One, it drops uh, December 16th, so early Christmas present to me. Are you going to take me? No. That's fair. We'll Michael, wait till Michael it comes out. Me. We'll wait oh, yeah, till it comes will, out on Blu-ray. I work, you know, 60 hours a week during the Christmas time. I will stay awake to watch this movie. Yeah. Mike and I are going to go together. And when he falls asleep on my shoulder, I'll be fine with it. Aww, Just stroke my fun. hair. Yeah. Wear a condom. Moving on. <laughs> Man, we still, there's so much stuff we didn't mention about Rogue One, though. Like Mads Mikkelsen. No, I was, I was done. Yeah, I know you I, were. I covered it. You, you got nothing over there, though. Mads Mikkelsen gonna be playing Jin's father who apparently is gonna be like the engineer of the Death okay. Star who is Matt Mickelson Matt's Mickelson um, his name is literally Mads M-A-D-D-S Mads Mads nice. Mickelson sweet um, but he, the only thing that jumps into mind is he was the main bad guy in Casino Royale the original James Bond movie with oh, Daniel yeah. Craig yeah. yeah yeah you know the the movie that I keep telling you to watch because yeah. it's amazing no I totally know what you're talking about and I've put it into our Blu-ray player and be like at least just watch the intro like 15 yeah. times yeah I know exactly what you're not talking about he plays the lead in um, Hannibal oh the TV show that's right he plays Hannibal Lecter uh-huh. oh yeah uh-huh yeah <laughs> Yeah, no, no, no. It's cool. You just don't watch anything. You don't I do anything. Don't. I work and I volunteer. Well, that's because oh, you're, you're a better, better person than we are. Yeah, I know. Thanks a lot, Melissa, yeah. being a productive human being. <laughs> yeah. So in the trailer, you also <laughs> we're just gonna keep coming back to it this whole time <laughs> and keep coming back to it. There's the Star Let's Wars talk about episode. Harry Potter some more. <laughs> no, fuck you. Um, 
So it's apparently, like Grindelwald. If, if you if, shut up, don't get her started, man. So if you see um, the trailer, there's that giant statue that's kind of like half buried in the desert. Yes. So you can see that the Jedi have fallen like a long ways right. from what, where they once were in a very short amount of time, and it already looks like it's been like thousands of years that the Jedi have been gone. Right. Like it's that's, like the Empire just employed a scorched earth policy. Yeah, kind of. I mean, I'm sure it's it's either an older location. Or um, that desert just destroyed just overwhelmed it. it. Yeah, yeah. But um, but apparently that's going to be a planet called Jedha. Huh. Yeah, I, I could be mispronouncing it, but Jedha, and it's like a a almost sacred kind of planet to okay. Jedi. Um, so I at some point they're going to be going there. I don't know. That's just the kind of some of the shit that I read. Yeah, that, that one's new to me. I don't. I don't think that's been in any of the lore that I remember. Of course, all of that's uh, been retcon now. So what yeah, the hell do I know? I know, dude. I'm right there with you. Like, <laughs> I read Star Wars books for probably like six years in high school, and like read every single one, every library within driving distance had. Right. And then they were just like, yeah, no, none of that, none nope. of that, none of that's going forward is canon. <sighs> Everything is just ruined. Do you see, Melissa, what you didn't have to put up with because you weren't a fan of comic or Star Wars books? Yep. That's just, you didn't have to spend 10 years of George Lucas beating you over the head with a lightsaber and Jar Jar Binks. Yeah. Uh, well, she liked Jar Jar. I was like, I don't know, what year did it come out? 99? Yeah. So I was like in junior high. That, that sounds right. I, th- like, I think you're I right. I was a, 99. a junior high girl. Like I'm pretty sure I was the target ar- audience for Jar Jar. And you know, I was that perfect annoying, like you're still I'm just annoying. gonna keep repeating the same thing over and over kind of person. And I've softened on it as I've gotten older because I wasn't the target demographic. I've come to accept that. Mm-hmm. But as you know, a high school student at that time, it's like no, everything is about me, and this is bullshit. I mean, shit. I think I was probably in middle school to be honest. 2000 i was either eighth grade or freshman i can't remember anyway let's see you were freshman in 2000 in 2000 i was a freshman so i was in eighth grade. grade yeah so i was i was in fifth grade yeah freaking yeah you were right robber. there in the wheelhouse for the me so like you yeah so that like i was definitely the target audience for that so Annie, Annie. okay now it's annoying i have my <laughs> adult ears on but at no, the baby, time like this <laughs> oh baby <laughs> oh I, I wasn't i wasn't gonna go there but i will tonight totally went there if you hear a thought it's just me slamming my head against the microphone <laughs> <laughs> I w- hey baby like i don't know how he would actually talk Herb. not like that but that was a good try misa wants some okay yeah that was creepy yeah there we go so Almost moving as creepy on creepiest trump looming over clinton but we'll get to that oh yeah, for we real will definitely get all to that um Melissa, were you a uh, a big Power Rangers fan? You know, I was, but damn, I don't remember it. You know, like, I remember coming home every day and watching it. Fuck if I remember the fucking first thing about it. Do you remember, like... Uh, I remember what the bad guy, the lady, looked like. I don't remember her name. I don't remember what she sounded like. Did and she I don't remember her movies? I remember her face. Sorry. Or a pointy hat? I don't... Yeah. She okay. had a big pointy she had hat. hats? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. She had, like, Madonna's bra on top of her head? Oh, on top of her head, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I don't yeah. remember who boo- her boobs. Rita Repulsa. Cool. Being played by I'll Emily Banks in this one. I'll remember yeah. that forever. So, yeah, there is a new Power Rangers movie coming out. That's what I was about to segue into. Yep, yep. Did you see the I didn't teaser watch trailer? It. No, I didn't watch it. So. Can I watch it real quick? 
Sure. You're in a zombie apocalypse. You have one weapon, and it's not a gun. What is it? Like a scythe. A car. Grenades. Like a flare gun, maybe. Piranhas. (laughs) (laughs) Bat. A bat? Baseball bat. Hands down. Machete. It's obviously a lobo. (sighs) Uh, loppers? Slingshot. (gasps) Yeah! Like a ground-mounted slingshot that shoots bricks. Catch the seven deadly questions on The Basement on a Hill. Hear all new episodes every Tuesday. The Basement on a Hill. Horror and comedy for people who hate horror comedies. Okay, so we just watched the uh, the new Power Rangers teaser trailer. It wasn't a teaser trailer. It had. I'm I'm reading what the screen plot. says. It shows official teaser trailer. Okay, teaser trailer was like the X Men Apocalypse, where it just showed Professor X with his bald ass head. That was a full on trailer. They're okay. just trying to get more people Other to watch than- it. She's angry about it for some reason. Other than your problems with Feisty. the name of what they're calling it. <laughs> the YouTube what did you video. think about the video? It started off like the Breakfast Club, and I was yeah, kind of confused. Exactly, man. Once you said that, like, oh, fuck yeah. That's exactly what I it was. I was just waiting to hear Don't Forget About Me play on in the background. Yeah, there's like the, the nerdy kid and like the artistic kid, and then there's a bully involved. And some for some reason, they're all in detention. They're all in detention. They're all bad boys and bad girls. Ooh. Teenagers with attitude. Yeah, and, it's, and, and it was so funny because there was the girls in the bathroom that is making fun of, I'm guessing it was Kimberly. She was like, "Oh, so here's what you you are instead of practice every Saturday," because she she's a cheerleader. Yeah. In the in the original series, but I mean, it it seemed to have kind of the heart of the old show. A bit. I mean, obviously, I don't remember them being bad boys. No, they. Uh, Tommy I thought they was were the bad all boy. Tommy was. Dreamy. I remember them being goody goodies. Uh, Kimberly definitely was. Yeah, honestly, yeah, they they were really goody goodies. Like I can't remember a, a time that unless like Rita Repulsa like or Goldar put them under a spell or something because that shit happened every other week. Yeah, <laughs> this and week was... Tommy's bad. Next week Billy's bad. And it's weird that I still know all these characters' yeah, names. I knew Kimberly. Y'all, y'all are on your own on the other one. Uh, Red Ranger is Jason. Uh-huh. Black Ranger is Zach. Zach. Blue is Billy. What? Yellow is Trini. What? Pink Kimberly. Green Tommy. What? Then he turned white. What? Yeah. That and happened. then <laughs> Jason left for Rocky. Rocky. I hated Rocky. I did too. Uh, yeah. When was the last time you saw this show? Um, 20 years ago. About, what the fuck? <laughs> you have no idea what I happens. don't even remember all the characters' names. I went through Orange adolescence the with Kimberly. Like, Listen, I, I watched I watched the original. Then I watched uh, Zio. Zio was then next. Turbo. Then Turbo was next. That. That's where I dropped off. Turbo? You dropped off yeah. Turbo? I finished, I finished Turbo. Uh, I dropped off when they went to space. Yeah at, yeah, at that point, I didn't know anybody. I think Tommy came back every once in a while. Yeah, Tommy did come back after space, because Tommy, I think, is like still on the show. Like, dude is milking it as much as he Damn. can. Well, I mean, he's at all the conventions as the Green Ranger. I mean, yes. it's not like his MMA career is taking off. No, but you know what? I, <laughs> I don't want to go off on a tangent, because I want to talk more about Power Rangers. Yes. I just want to drop this little 
tidbit of info. So yeah, Tommy apparently is going to be playing uh, Bloodshot, the new Valiant. Apparently, there's going to be a Valiant movie. I didn't even know that until I I you saw know, that Tommy was going to be the. I'm not nearly as familiar with Valiant as I should be. Me neither. So I hear really good things. I just I can't make the time. So anybody that is an expert in the comment field, just drop us some knowledge, guys. I would love to have a, like an Indian Valiant episode. That'd be so cool. Uh, although I think Valiant would be angry that we're adding them in with Indy. Right. <laughs> but, but yeah, I would love to have like a lesser... But like, I mean, let's face it, though. Anyone but the big two or three if you want to count Image. Oh, uh, what about Dark Horse? Nah, I, yeah, I'd say bring them on. Okay, although I mean, Dark Horse, in my opinion, I don't know of anything original that they usually do. They usually do uh, like Aliens versus Predator. I did Hellboy. Uh, Hell, oh, that's right. Well, I know that they used to do the Star Wars comic and then Marvel, Marvel took it because Disney, yeah. Because Disney, yeah. It's so crazy how Disney is taking over the world. It's like everything we love now owned by mm-hmm. the fucking mouse. Yep. Yep. Dude, I, I, it's so funny. Like, because I actually had like the, I don't know, it was probably two or three foot. It was a good two, two and a half foot. Yeah. Um, this was the Ninja Megazord. Ooh. Yeah. So it was like the, the wolf. And that was after the first it movie, was right? With Ivan Ooze. It was the movie. Yeah. The Ivan Ooze. It was, that's the exact one I had. If you want to talk about the original Power Ranger movie. I love that movie. That that definitely ranks among guilty pleasures. Exactly. Exactly. It's not a movie that I'm proud of liking. It's just it came out right there in that sweet spot of my childhood. It punches you right in the right just the correct nostalgia button. I, like I, I want to watch it now. Like the intro where they're jumping. Have you ever seen it, Melissa? I'm sure I have, but oh, I we'll seriously watch it again. can't I remember any of this. I'm looking for an excuse to watch it, Melissa, <laughs> if you haven't seen it. I will buy it. and I can think of like 20 other movies I would rather watch first. Yeah, but I can't, so. We all know the men make the rules. Oh, right. <laughs> right. I forgot. I just let myself trouble. out. I need to learn yeah. my place. Dance, puppets, dance. <laughs> no, don't, no, don't do this to me. But um, Power Rangers actually is getting a little bit of bad publicity recently, though. Why is that? Um, Tell us why, Rodney. So they released some ill-thought-through posters. Huh. And each of them said a little something on them, just okay. like a little blurb. Well, on the Yellow Rangers, it says... Uh, no driver's ed. Driver's ed not needed. That's what it was, yes. Yeah, driver's ed not needed. Why? Well, the, it's, uh, it's, making, it's making the case that they didn't need any training to... You know, do these big yeah. swords. They're just Power Rangers. They went from, yeah. you know, teenagers to Power Rangers. Yeah. Um, well, the original <laughs> actress that played the Yellow Ranger, mm-hmm. um, she, um, whose name is Trini in the show, um, she actually died in a, in a car accident. Oh, shit. Yeah. So they really didn't think that. Okay. So and it wasn't through. like something intentional. It was no, really just an a, oversight. It was just a stupid mistake. A very stupid mistake. But they right. are getting roasted for it. Yeah. I mean, everyone's pointing it out and sharing. I mean, that really sucks because the people that are doing this stuff now, they weren't involved back then. So, like, unless someone went out of their way and told them that, it's like, that's not even something you can Google. That's totally something you can Google. Should I not mention Driver's Ed with the Yellow Ranger? No. You can't but, Google that. Okay, no. But if you're making a movie and you're looking back at the source material, you know the source material. And Maybe not what, th- how the actress died. No, I mean, uh, no. I, I completely think that this I'm is just a drop them. ball. No. I think they didn't connect the two. I think they knew that it happened, but they didn't connect their two. I, mean, I think the it two. was a stupid mistake. I 
I do think that it's getting blown more out of proportion because, you know, internet. I think if two people mention it, it's blown out of proportion. But it's, I mean, they apologize and they retracted it. I think we should kind of move on from that. I don't. Uh, no, 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 no. I totally agree. I just, I wanted to point it out that it happened because yeah. I thought it was tragically funny. You know, like, it's a horrible thing what happened to her. It happened almost like 15, 20 years ago, I think. Like, it happened in like 2005. Uh, so I guess it would be 10 years. It happened 10 no, years it was, ago. Uh, 2001. 2001. Yeah. Okay, I'm sorry. It was a 15. few years off. So I was right. Cool. It's happened 15 years ago. So, I mean,. I don't know. I think we've kind of... If 9-11 is funny, then that's got to be funny now. Oh, yeah. South Park said it could be funny. So. Yeah. Yeah. We, we have permission. We have permission, yeah. From the In kings writing. of comedy to, to well, joke about... Well, when someone's making a 9-11 joke with... And someone whose father died in 9-11 is in the audience and he's laughing his ass off, you know. When that happened? Uh, the roast of Rob Lowe. Oh, one, really? One of the comedians, uh, his father died in 9-11... And someone looked at him and was like, I see you get your ashy complexion from your father. Oh, shit. And he fell off his, uh, fell off his chair laughing. Oh, shit. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't I, have, yeah, I don't know about that one. I don't have the gumption to say something oh, like no, that. Oh, no, I do not have the testicular fortitude no, no, for that. No, no. Uh, I wouldn't be able to do but that But that's why I'm not a professional all. comic. Yeah, yeah. Also because you have self-respect. Well, I'm not a comic because I'm not good. Like, that's why I'm not a comic. Yeah, that's reason one. Reason yeah. two, the self-respect. Debatable. <laughs> Way We're... down there as number two. We're sitting here talking about Power Rangers as adults. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, to be fair, this movie is definitely marketed more to the adults. Do you think so? I think that was more of an adult trailer. It's going to be PG-13. Just it... like everything now. I was about to say yeah. everything is PG-13. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So, like... Uh, suicide Squad. I was talking to Carly. It was her birthday, her fifteenth birthday. Who's like, Carly? My niece. There you go. And uh, I asked, I was like, "What do you want to go see a movie?" She goes, "Yeah." And we're looking. Suicide Squad was the only thing that was out. I was like, "Ooh, no," because that's definitely rated R. And she's like, "Well, I've already seen it." So I went back and looked. Totally PG thirteen. Yeah. Do you remember anything that was bad? I remember that there should have been like it. The way they filmed it, I feel like it should have had. Yeah. Like. Well, that's what, like Our a stuff. lot of the comic book movies. You see this stuff that should be horrifically violent, but they take all the blood out, so it just looks fun. Well, uh, I mean, let's go the opposite way. I mean, even though me personally, I don't feel that this is a serious thing. Look how much of Margot Robbie, uh, Robbie's ass you see I, that's, in Suicide that's Squad. That's kind of part of what I was thinking. Is like there, there definitely had to have been some kind of. There's so much Genitalia sexual in the window. In yeah. window. I mean, she literally wears panties, like, the entire movie. Right. Like, the level that she was hypersexualized mm -hmm. should have been the equivalent of having a nip slip. Which I don't know if that makes something an R. I don't know how the ratings work. But I think it was one pretty PG, fucking graphic. Uh, honestly, I, I don't know. Uh, I, I, don't, I don't know enough about it like that. But I do know that sexuality doesn't bother me. No. I thought she was the best part of the movie, and I am pumped she, for the uh, solo Harley Quinn that Margot Robbie herself yeah. is going to be directing, producing something. I think all of that. I have no yeah. idea, but that sounds amazing. I hadn't heard yeah. of that. Yeah, that, that's but definitely she, happening. Like, she fucking sold that character. Yeah, she did like, a, she damn did a good hell job. of a good job. And she had to damn carry Jared Leto. Right, yeah, yeah he was the most disappointing part about that whole movie. Like He was hyped up so much. Like If I want to see a 1920s gangster i'll watch wentworth exactly. miller play captain cole <laughs> definitely yeah i agree with that like he 
yeah, was an unappealing character entirely. I love the way we have a topic and then we skip around a bunch and then we end on the top. If you remember the original show, not all of them knew karate or not all of them knew martial arts. I should say not karate. Who didn't? Billy. Really? Yeah. When it first started, Billy was not very proficient. He was right, just some just nerd guy. Learned and then later. he had to learn. But I mean, look, they were always able to wreck the putties. But I mean, as soon as a real monster came out, it was more from time. Exactly. Yeah. But um, they always had enough, enough martial arts to take off the small stuff. Yeah. And then whenever shit actually started going down, that's when they always morphed up. But, but I do I completely understand what you're talking about because um, it even like gave him like abs. Yeah. And did you see what the the coin actually was? It looked like a slice of a geode. It looked like an infinity gem. Yeah, it kind of did. Like cutting cutting to yeah. the what is yeah, an infinity gem? Oh, an infinity gem. <laughs> that's a that's a big question. Like um. You, you know probably they... know it best from Guardians of the Galaxy. The little stone that was in the egg. Yep. That damn near killed everything. Yeah. Yeah. The little purple one. Okay. I just needed you guys to explain the reference. That's okay. I definitely know what you're talking about now. All right. Cool. And I agree. <laughs> That's very important to us that you agree. Um, but yeah, so I, I don't know how I feel about that. Like that kind of like them just instantly being strong. Like like Toby. Uh, Mc... McGuire? Yeah, his name and is Spider-Man, yeah. Yeah, Tobey Maguire and Spider-Man. Like, yeah. like how he just instantly was ripped after getting bit. Yeah. Well, I'm still intrigued. I think I need to see more before I say I'm hard, you know, day one watching this. But I'm not writing it off yet. The Zords look fucking badass. No, I am really pumped about that, about seeing the Zords in action. and Yeah. And, and... Well, with a budget. It's yeah, exactly. Just, it's exactly. not just going to be a... Godzilla style dude in a suit. I think, that, and, and I think if I can let go of my nostalgic love for the original, I could really enjoy this one. If I could just fucking remember any of it. No, but nice. see, that's the that's the thing that I want to do. I want to go into this fresh, fresh. Because <laughs> like even I, I saw the initial uh, picture of Elizabeth Elizabeth Banks as Rita Repulsa. Oh, and that was Elizabeth Banks? That yeah. was Elizabeth Banks, yeah. I didn't yeah. notice. Yeah. Yeah, you didn't see a lot of her, even though she was badass in this new trailer. She was like, I've killed rangers before, you well, know. I heard, yeah. It's so cool. And it feels like while she's not going to do the same style, I think it's going to be the kind of fun, chewing on the scenery kind of stuff that you saw from the old Rita. I hope so. I mean, she might dial it back a bit, but she was menacing in that. She really was. She was scary. Yeah, I dug the hell out of that. Yeah, and the way her Maybe lips never... Maybe that's why I don't remember it. Maybe it just scared me. And the way her lips never matched with the words that she was actually saying. Like, yeah. And that wasn't just our cheap-ass TV. Well, it was dubbed from a Japanese show. They just what? ripped stuff completely oh, from... Oh, I didn't know they ripped off that stuff, too. Oh, they ripped off damn near everything, yeah. Really? I what? thought it was just the action with the rangers and the monsters. I think Rita was as well, yeah. Oh, okay. Cool. See, you learn something every day. I, uh, I was a Power Rangers fanboy. Kimberly was my first crush. So oh, of course. It's going to be hard for me to turn the nostalgia goggles off yeah but i'm gonna try see i i don't know why but i hit puberty very young i guess because ariel was my first crush wow yeah like she didn't what year did that come out like 87 so you i was puberty two or, 
I was like, yes, I want to see what's behind those seashells. Rodney's was born ball with a full beard. Very early. Yeah. <laughs> I, dude, if I could have rocked a, a two-year-old beard, I would have. Melissa would have fell in love with me much earlier. Much earlier. Yeah. So there's something I really wanted to watch this week, but I didn't get a chance, and that's Westworld. Did, did either one of you get to watch it? What? I've, I don't even know what that is. I've watched the first episode. I have not watched the second episode yet. Oh, the second one's already out. I th- Actually, I think that's out Sunday. Okay. So have you watched it? Hmm? Have you watched it? The first one, yes. Oh, is what is that the one where there's like this alternate reality? Yeah, the trailer that I showed you a while back. Oh, the one? Yeah, thanks. You show me like a million trailers all the time. Sorry. You just showed me today Rogue One and Power Rangers. Well, that was to get ready for the episode, though. That doesn't count. What? You guys got ready for this? <laughs> yeah, we have notes and everything. I don't oh, know. shit. And by the way, audience, this is us with notes. Yeah. So... <laughs> <laughs> so it's not going to get much better than no, this. No, no, no. This is this is as, as good as it's going to get. Yeah, this is as sharp as we get, as funny as we get, as well informed as we get. Westworld. Yeah. So, what did you actually think of the first episode? It's a very interesting premise. Basically, you know, it's a sci-fi world, and people go as tourists into this wild west setting, and populated by basically synthetics you know ai robots like the vision no it's damn it normal they look act and it seems like feel as humans mm-hmm. you know almost drop straight into the uncanny valley okay so so so, I, so I, it's what happens is some sort of bug happens in their system and they start acting against their program they can't they can't hurt people they they can't hurt anything. A couple of times you'll see a close-up, a fly crawling on them, and they don't do anything with it. Uh-huh. But so It goes against protocol to, to hurt or right, kill anything? Right, as most three laws, Gross. I guess. Yeah. So people go in there, and they do god-awful things. You know, Pretty much anything you can think of is okay if you're doing it to a synthetic. They won't do anything back to you. Okay. Yeah, you. So it's, how this, it's exactly how you think it is. I was gonna say, like, I almost don't know what to say because, like, I'm just like, I want to go watch this now. At the end, the creator of these people, who the guy who's writing the programs, is trying to make them seem more and more realistic. Mm-hmm. So it seems like they it almost gives them sentience because they, a couple of them start malfunctioning and questioning what's going on with them. So is this going to turn into like a horror thriller kind of thing? Because the original was, I believe, a horror movie. I think, I mean, I know they're going to... Um, it was like a spaghetti horror movie. Yeah, I know they're going to rebel because at the very end, the lead character, the lead robot, a fly goes on her and she smashes it. And that's the first time you see oh, them shit. killing a living thing. Oh. So you see that? Credits. You know, shit's about to go down. Army of robots, I'm so, calling it. Real quick though, because I, I, again, like I've only seen the trailer. Does your physical body in this place? Yeah, this is a physical place. These things are physical robots. You walk mm. in as you and play out like a Wild West narrative. Okay, because watching the trailer, it almost seemed like it was more of like a Matrix. Yeah, the Matrix where you're asleep. No, yeah. you are actually Whoa. in there with them. Wow, that, so that's a whole weird. It's actually you doing that means terrible other things people, to other things. That means other people are like watching you. That's fucking yeah. weird. Yeah. And they're paying a shitload of money to do it. Oh, does it say how much? I'm, 
I'm imagining. I mean, it's a it's, you're going into an entirely different world where you can basically live out all your darkest fantasies. You got to pay top dollar for that shit. What would you pay? I don't think I could do it. I mean, these things are so close to human. To me, it wouldn't make a difference. Okay. Well, what was your fantasy? Because <laughs> that changes it. Yeah. Well, I'm talking as in the story because. Oh, okay. Well, the way you said it is like, right. like he's oh, going to immediately try to murder someone. <laughs> That's what a lot of these people do. Uh, they just go in the program and murder synthoids? Yeah, or other things that I don't want to talk about. Okay, okay, good, because I want to watch it. Yeah, spoilers. Yeah, It was on the preview, right? Well, I don't know what he's talking it about, showed... so I'm not going to assume. Okay. Sexual intercourse. Yeah, there is like an eight-way in the trailer. It's pretty okay. awesome. Okay, just making sure yeah. I'm not making stuff up. Nope, that no, that's is that thing. what you were talking about? Uh, less consenting. Okay, cool. Oh, okay, understood. Yeah. Message received. Yeah. So again, <laughs> an eight rape way? Is that a um, gangbang? Mm. Oh, but it's the one dude raping the eight people. <laughs> <laughs> Reverse gangbang. Yeah. I think uh, you just found my king. Rodney there. needs 20 minutes alone. <laughs> yeah. He'll you be just in his interrupt I his quiet time. That. I, I'm going to Google that after this. <laughs> oh, my God. Reverse gangbang. Safe search off. <laughs> I'll be in my bunk. So that's yeah. something that we're definitely going to have to watch. The Not the eight-way, the, just the show. I was going to say, this is you're there's showing a whole really, new side of yourself tonight, Melissa. No, just the show. There's some really big names in this show, too. Mm-hmm. I mean, Anthony Hopkins is in it. Yeah. Um Ed Harris is in it. Uh, Evan Rachel Wood. Yeah. She's actually the main character, correct? Yes. Okay. That's Cyclops fine. is in it. Oh, really? James Marsters, yep. I, I love him. I, I love like I love watching him. It seems like he exists in every movie to get his girl taken away from him. Aww. That's pretty accurate. And then Liam Neeses, he always gets his daughter so they can just like hang out together and just be sad and lonely. <laughs> Well, that went yeah, off the like, rails quickly. Melissa, like took that in a weird direction. But no, James Marston. Oh, weird direction, Mr. Same. Reverse 8-Way? Yeah. <laughs> but no, I love James Marston uh, as a character actor. I don't know if you've ever seen oh, this I movie. I said Marsters, uh, didn't I? Yeah, but you know. You know. Oh, fix it. That's, that's Spike. Fix it in post. That's Spike from Buffy. And Harry Dresden. Now I need the 20 minutes alone <laughs> for my happy time. Yeah, she does. she loves her some Spike for some weird reason. Because he stole my heart. <laughs> he was good the whole time. Anyway. <laughs> no, now we have to talk about Buffy. <laughs> no. And then it'll segue to Supernatural and we'll be done. I, I'm, I'm really sorry, but I don't think I'm ever going to be able to talk to, about Buffy. <laughs> I, I don't know if you guys saw it or not. Joss Whedon actually put out a video condemning Trump. Right. And basically like he, he just... He made a Facebook po- page for this. Yeah. And, and a whole all... Facebook page? Well, he was, wasn't was on Facebook. He created a Facebook page, and the first thing he did was share this. I would rather have someone vote for Donald Trump than not vote at all. I would agree with that. We need to have a political process that reflects people's feelings. Yes, everyone's. I completely agree. Mike? As much as it pains me to say it, yeah. I mean, I dislike Trump. I dislike everything he stands for. But the notion that we have, you know, it's a free country. We have the ability to believe whatever we want to believe. And I think we have a moral obligation 
to voice that belief. Participating in the political process should be a moral imperative for our country. And for some reason, it's just not. Oh, my God. It's the total opposite. Like, I work with the general public and I ask people in a very nonpartisan way, uh, do you guys vote? Are you guys registered to vote? You know, do you know where to vote, when to vote and stuff like that? And I can't tell you how many people are just like, what are we voting for? What the fuck is wrong with you? Well, and especially in this state, uh, we talked about this on the last podcast. Texas has the second lowest voter voter turnout in the country. I actually thought it was the lowest. I thought we I th- were 51st after all the states in D.C. Uh, we are at this last primary, which we had a record turnout. Mm-hmm. So we had a slight bump. Bumped us to next to last. Woo woo. So it's an improvement. And the right. thing is... A lot of polls say that if more people in our state voted, it would turn into a swing state. Oh, definitely. Yeah. So um, so we aren't a red state. We are a non-voting state. All Yeah. All of the political events that we go to, that's like the most common thing that people say is Texas is not a red state. We're a non-voting state. And so, and, but it's true. I mean, if, especially if you just look at like our Hispanic population, you know, like Hispanics typically vote more democratic and, but just, it's so. Well, minorities as a whole. Yeah. Typically. Minorities as a whole. Correct. Because the democratic party is more inclusive to them. Um, well, I'm biased, but I feel yeah. that we do. And, um, and it's just kind of ingrained in a lot of traditional Hispanic families to not vote. You know, they just think that things are fine the way they are and they're just going to deal with whatever the status quo is. And you see long strings of generations of Hispanic families not even registered. Well, and that's um, one of the things that honestly, I have to thank Donald Trump about his vicious rhetoric towards Latin Americans are galvanizing and a lot of minorities. As <laughs> right. A, just, Pretty much just every people in general who aren't straight culture. white men. Let's, yeah. let's be honest yeah. here. Mm-hmm. Are, Christian, straight white Christian men. Right. Are they seem to be galvanizing them into basically forcing them into the political process? So, if anything else, I think he's going to turn up the vote, which is going to be terrible for him because traditionally Republicans win with a low vo- voter turnout. Right. Yeah. So get out and vote. I want this guy to paraphrase John Scalzi. I want him electorally nuked from orbit. I want scorched fucking earth with this guy. Right. (laughs) Especially if there's such a crazy high turnout for the Democratic Party. If we get just a fraction of those down ballot votes, then we'll take the House. We'll take the Senate. We'll take all the fucking local judges positions. We'll take the DA. We'll take fucking county attorney. Like, I'm stoked. There are so many people on my ballot that I'm personally excited about winning over their terrifyingly scary Republican opponent. For me, and this is why I don't... Are we still talking about Joss Whedon? I feel like we've definitely moved on from there. we're talking about politics. In general? Joss Whedon was our transition between the political and the nerd world. we didn't talk about Joss Whedon very much. We talked... You didn't even call him a... a, What what did you want to say about his voice? Oh, God, it sounded like he stayed up all night to record this, but he just smoked cigarettes between each take. Wallowed a cup of rocks, Mm -hmm. gargled those for a bit. Yeah, spit them out. So other than Joss Whedon's video, um, you're seeing a lot of celebrities come out and speak negatively against Trump. Oh, yeah, like all of them. Yeah. If Clinton (laughs) wins, Mark Ruffalo will show his dick. (laughs) <laughs> i forgot about that another yeah. joss whedon video yeah. that is another joss whedon video yeah. yeah um no but i mean you saw tom hanks this week 
Um, oh yeah. Well, he was interviewed. He didn't put out a video. No, no, no. But I mean, you see a lot of celebrities. That's that really is. everyone except for what Ted Nugent, John Voight, and Clint Eastwood. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's just like those three. Which I haven't heard anything. It's from like the them holy this trinity year. of grumpy old men. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad to see like Joss Whedon putting out something that is pro voting and pro civic duty. Speaking of which, another video came out. Did you see? The video that Robert De Niro released about wanting to punch Trump in the face. Yeah. That was fantastic. Yeah, I did see that. Um, you know, I don't like advocating just violence. Oh, my God. But How amazing would it be if Hillary brought Robert De Niro to the next debate? <laughs> <laughs> Sat him in the family section. When Robert okay. De Niro just goes see, full raging there, bull. I would totally do that. <laughs> that is what I would. That's awesome. Like make 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 Trump's chair just right out of fist length. Where it's just like, <laughs> follow me again, motherfucker. <laughs> I got the raging bull behind me. Hey, this is Craig Wade and Brian Allen Delaney from B Movies and Ebooks, a podcast about cult and horror films and genre fiction. You can catch new episodes on iTunes and Stitcher every Wednesday. B Movies and Ebooks. We bleed fiction. So before we talk about the second presidential debate, I think we have to talk about the video that dropped, what, like two days before the second presidential yeah. election? Yeah, yeah about two oh, yeah. days. And since nobody else is calling it, I'm going to go ahead and uh, <laughs> I'm going to call it Grab him by the Pussygate. Grab him by the Pussygate. I don't know why no, no one's running with that. They want to stick gate behind everything. Right? Yeah, but probably because they can't say pussy. No. Like, on the, oh, my God. Have you seen any did, of the videos? Like, so many of what, them are 26 totally times? away with it. Yeah. Oh really? Oh 26 yeah. Times. And then um, what, what was great was that at some point, um, who's who's Trump's new uh, campaign manager? Kellyanne Conway. Kellyanne Conway was talking to somebody, and they kept saying "pussy," and she goes, "Will you please stop saying that word?" And the other lady got pissed. She was <laughs> like, "How dare you be angry that I'm saying a word when your candidate is talking about sexually assaulting people?" And the fun part is that was. The I don't know if that part. was Kelly Ann Conway she said that to, but the person who got angry was Anna Navarro, who she is actually a Republican strategist who has just apparently found her sanity and has just been railing against Trump ever since the primary. She's been on a lot of shows. Yeah. Yeah. I, I didn't know her I didn't know her name. I'm really glad you did. But yeah, she's been on a lot of the shows against uh Trump surrogates. Which Good on her. I mean, I don't agree with a Should lot of... Should we listen to the, the audio of what Trump says? I mean, I can definitely put it in here. It's no problem. I think everybody knows. Yeah, it's it's already been done. We know. And I don't want Trump on this show. <laughs> He's, He's on our first he episode. He is not invited. Well, not on the one I'm on. No, okay. That's fine. Okay. Think of the ratings, though. Think oh, of the ratings, the ratings. Melissa. <laughs> All two of them. Hey, don't... don't. Don't take our Don't knees out already. Yeah. So let me just ask you guys, since there are two men in this room, how many of y'all have talked about just violently assaulting a woman in a locker room? In a locker room? I wouldn't be caught dead in a locker room. <laughs> okay, so I'm probably asking the wrong guys yeah. for locker room talk. Yeah. There was a one time where I was relatively almost athletic. <laughs> Those days are long gone, but no, I've never heard that. I... I will say I've heard the first part, you know, where he's objectifying a woman saying, I want to sleep with that. I've heard that, but never 
well, you can do whatever you want. Just grab him by the pussy, whatever. I can do, you know, because I'm rich. Right. Or See, that's like okay. that. Even that, like before, he's talking about trying to sleep with a married woman, which already is morally reprehensible. Right. Like, and then it just gets it fucking just gets worse. Worse from there. Like, not only is he talking about committing adultery, he's talking about committing non-consensual adultery, and also he's married. I feel like a lot of people get caught up, or Republicans, I should say, get caught up on the wrong thing. Mm-hmm. They think that people are angry about be- pussy because he talked about he used a vulgar objective, word objectifying woman and he used an objective word to talk about a vagina, which, by the way, I spoke to someone today who thought it was vagina. Vagina? No. Were they vagina. Hispanic? She was she was just saying it wrong. Uh, who is a six year old woman? Just saying. I met okay. someone today. Okay. Someone in public. <laughs> well, on he just side, walks around yeah. talking about pussy. <laughs> on another side, I just find it. The irony delicious that after everything else, it's a bush that takes down Trump. Right. That is nice. That is that is some nice irony there. Right. It's tasty. But and and it is taking him down, it seems. Like Finally. His, his I campaign know. is calling in a Mexican rapists, fine. Telling people to get to beat up people at your at your rallies, fine. Kicking Talk- out Muslims out of the country. Fine. Oh, see, you guys don't understand what it is then. It's a straight white woman. There you go. Exactly, yeah. That's now it's white suddenly women can relevant be the... to people. Yeah. Because they're somebody's daughter. No, they're a fucking person. Uh-huh. So are the Muslims. Like, you so can't... are the Mexican rapists. <laughs> Mexican rapists are people, <laughs> they too. Deserve, they deserve our empathy. <laughs> so, And I'd like to address something else that they're trying to use as, as an excuse. They say that all guys do this. Nope. Which... I, I will say that most guys at some point in their lives have objectified women. Okay. We, all, we all do I that definitely, at some point. I, I'm guilty of that. I, I'm I guilty of objectifying ne- men. I will n- have never said that because of who I am, I am entitled to put my hands on a woman. That's where it gets twisted. That's where Trump actually crossed a line. Yeah. And, you know, a big part of this video that struck home for me was the woman obviously i'm a woman so i relate to that woman in the video i don't remember her name but the awkwardness of her when she first met them like oh give him a hug yeah give trump a hug and how like for like she looked at the camera she was like oh shit i'm being filmed i have to do this yeah i have been in that fucking situation before not with a camera but in a situation where you meet someone and it's someone important so you just kind of have to go with whatever's happening you know like Mm -hmm. that means an awkward hug if that means just kind of smile and giggle if he, whenever he says something inappropriate to you. Like, as a woman, I've had to fucking put up with that before, and I totally know what she's going through. And think of how awkward it is for her, and she didn't know the shit that they were saying. Right. Yeah. And that's the thing. That makes me think of every time I've been in that situation. Like, that goes beyond just shady or skeevy. That is predatory. Right. Well, what about the poor sound guy who's, like, watching the whole thing? Like, <laughs> oh, God what's happening now because he's got the whole story yeah well do you think billy bush was baiting him no because that's what he's trying to say now who trump yeah that he was baiting trump to say God, that no. have you seen the oh, stuff he's no. done no no that's what he's trying to say now billy to get bush out of trouble the entire time was, was t- laughing like he barely like interjected or said anything no. like that was all trump well and you've seen some of his segments he does the same shit mm-hmm. oh yeah billy bush is is a misogynist. Yeah, it's, and from what I understand, he's gone. He's not going to be on TV. Anymore. Right. So, and so that, that he was saying tr- to try to get his job back was so like that he was fantastic. doing it on purpose. The Today's Show has more higher moral standards 
than the Republican candidate for the president. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Like, that's a really fucking telling statement. Pussygate, any last comments or anything? Because I know, I know it's a very important topic that we're only given like five minutes to. I do have one last question for you guys about Pussygate. Does it disqualify him from presidency? Yes, but in my eyes, he's been disqualified for president a long ass time ago. This is okay, just. Okay, so this wasn't the straw that broke your camel's no, back. No, that, that was, you know, months no. and months ago. Yeah, my camel's been dead for months. Yeah. This isn't the straw that broke the camel's back. This is beating a dead horse at this point. And Rodney? Um, unfortunately, I'd like, I, I have to say the same. I mean, I know it, it doesn't make for very good dialogue back and forth, but I have to say the same. Like, Trump, to me, was never a viable candidate. And that's why I'm okay with slamming like, him as hard as we do. I can't even put myself in the headspace because, I mean, I know, right? as soon as that happened, you get three or four Republicans who endorse him to unendorse him. It's like, after all this heinous shit, now you do it? Right. Because some... You can actually relate. What kind of, how, you have to have some sort of empathy problem if you can only just now take offense because the person that he was insulting happens to look the same skin color as you. What mm-hmm. about the Muslims that he was threatening to deport? The Mexicans he was talking about as rapists. The other women who happened to be a lesbian who got called a fat slob. The innocent families of terrorists who, who he said he wanted to murder, which yes. is illegal. It's against national law. So, just now, like international law. I have a daughter. It's like, and, <laughs> and I know a woman. They're humans too. It's like we're humans, guys. Just even their defense is objectifying. Women. I know it's, like, it's terrible. It just, oh, it's so skeevy. I, there's just such a disconnect there. I don't understand it. Right. And I think actually that's a big difference between Republicans and Democrats is as Democrats, we don't have to be Muslim to sympathize with Muslims. We don't have to be black to sympathize with the racism that they go through. But for a Republican, they're only going to act on something whenever it directly affects them. Well, like a perfect example, Dick Cheney was super against gay marriage. And then his daughter comes out as a lesbian. Then he softens his stance. Right. And they have to know somebody directly who is being affected before they give a shit about anything and if you look at like congressional committees on like say mental health all democrats except you'll have like peppered in a couple of republicans and they're like oh my mother suffers from mental health issues oh i have a history of mental health issues it's like they have a personal story whereas the democrats are just like no it's a national health crisis like we need to fucking get on this right i can i can imagine somewhere out there in the 350 million people that live in the u.s that someone out there has this issue and right. I want to help them. Exactly. There's something we can do to help them improve their lives. And let's I don't, fucking I don't do it. know that they're out there. Right. But I, I can imagine that that happens. Right. You know? And I think that's the biggest problem more so than like, we have a race problem. We have a social problem. Mm-hmm. We have all of these problems, but the biggest, one of the biggest problems, we have an empathy problem. A for sure good portion of this country just cannot imagine living in somebody else's shoes and i don't know i especially weirds me out because a good majority of this country identifies as christian who is supposed to the big thing besides love the lord your god with all your heart soul body and mind the second is as the first love your neighbor as yourself and they're not fucking doing it right so I, there's a disconnect there that I don't get. No, and, and you know what? I don't want to go down that path too much because I want to have a religion episode at some point. Ooh. Yeah. 
like they always say like don't talk about bash certain on things. the believer then right? i want to talk about all those things that you're not supposed to talk about like i want to talk about politics i want to get into that i want to get into people's views i want to get into religion and just things that people don't like to talk about like that's my wheelhouse i, lo- I love that shit but anyway. well i mean without the uncomfortable somebody has to start the conversation they might be uncomfortable but these conversations need to be had and so you know why not us mm-hmm. sure well i mean i just i, I it's going to be a slow process i think but the those of us who know how to use that kind of empathy it's very important that we pass that down to younger generations well, and i think eventually we end up winning this because oh, progressives always win right conservatives always. are fighting against the tide yeah i mean even when they win temporarily like they did during prohibition i mean progressive ideals always succeed right i mean because time is progress yep oh cool yay no i agree and it's actually you're actually talking about facts like um each generation is statistically more liberal than the generation Mm -hmm. that preceded it and so obviously that's a good thing you said it may take time i actually think it's the opposite i think we'll see these this progress get made in a more snowball effect like at an exponential rate because of technology and how small the world is i definitely think that the internet the connectivity that we get Mm -hmm. um and the awareness that we're getting of issues it helps um make that go by faster and also just the rate of new generations being born and just the the natural trend to be more progressive my problem with that at least on a national level our country is that the cynicism of a lot of us and i include myself in this that to just think that this is how it's going to be. I can't do anything, so I'm not going to try. That's very common. That is very popular. I mean, like, anytime you bring something up on Facebook, they're like, what's it matter? Someone else is going to just fucking ruin it anyway. It's not our decision. Votes are fake. Like, what? Whose Kool-Aid are you drinking? Yeah, and, and you saw some of that cynicism in the, in the second debate. For sure. Yeah. Um. The funny thing, I mean, he Trump loomed over Hillary like the sexual predator that allegedly he is see i didn't notice that until oh my I was god watching. i did yeah i see, didn't my, notice that i didn't all. notice either and my wife picked on it you know as in a heartbeat didn't even think about it until no. someone pointed out and we're like holy shit you're right yeah i mean and and the first time i even saw anyone talk about like his weird behavior and how like standoffish he was um and always standing behind her and getting close to her and stuff the first time I even saw that was actually a post from some some person making fun of a battered woman shelter was mm-hmm. talking about how Trump was exhibiting predatory movements. Oh, my God. I yeah. believe it. Yeah. That's the very first time I saw anything about that. I believe it. I noticed that his stalking behavior. I didn't notice the fly on her face. And oh, like I that, never, I never saw that. I, never I did saw just it. because I had just watched Westworld and she didn't brush it off. I was like, ah, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, we all knew that. Yeah. All of us true Democrats knew that she was actually a robot. You didn't get the, the memo? Clinton bought 5,000, right? right? No, I was a Bernie supporter. They threw me out. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. We were also Bernie supporters. 
but that's beside the point now we're totally 100 percent hillary i'm with her anyway alex jones actually said that uh he put out a tape this week as well saying that hillary uh and obama smell like sulfur Sulfur. oh yeah because they're possessed obama sniffed himself that was hilarious i'm gonna miss them oh obama Mm -hmm. in a sense of humor uh, it's really coming out in this eighth year because he's like didn't care screw it yeah but no that's actually not true i've been close enough to clinton to know that she actually does smell like oil (laughs) oh okay yeah it's oil slick ass money oil (laughs) (laughs) but like i was saying trump loomed over her threatened to jail her had no substantive answers to really any of the questions mm-hmm. whined that he didn't get airtime and that was the best night of his week and he actually at the end of it got more airtime than she did uh, the, the second debate was just barely yeah, it was About like a, a minute. minute it was yeah. like a minute but it, it was just barely but at that point he thought that she had more time than him well oh, he always thinks that. that's the whole right. thing where old straight white men in power think equality equals oppression Okay, and there was actually a study that was done with college students mm-hmm. where the they just had, you know, they went through regular course discussions uh, or classroom discussions, and then at the end, they asked the men to rate how much time, like what percentage of time they felt that they had in the classroom, and they asked the women to rate themselves. And then they compared it to how much time men spoke versus women spoke. In actuality, men thought that they only spoke about 30% of the time, when in fact they spoke more, they spoke closer to 70% of the time. So they thought women were dominating the conversation when actually they were dominating the conversation. So I think that was what was happening with Trump. I think at that point, Trump was just lashing out at everything because all the shit that happened to him, the fact that Hillary grilled him on it, that she was not phased by his whatever he was doing. How about this? He was having a bad week. And the fact that... He's having a bad campaign. And the fact that Anderson Cooper would not let him do his little cookie cutter bullshit answers they're yeah. like well, what does this actually mean they cut through his shit they and cut through some of hers too she but did, mostly did. his shit and there's more shit to cut through right but to wade through it's just i just feel like mcbain on uh, simpsons as radioactive man it's just my eyes the goggles do nothing <laughs> <laughs> so i actually uh i have a desk job so i just googled second debate commentary and i just started auto playing videos and it autoplayed through a lot of people saying that Trump won that second debate. What? And and basically, their a lot of their comments were he didn't explode. He looked more presidential than he did in the first debate. He had a few good jabs in on Clinton. Clinton didn't really do anything to blow him out of the water or defend herself. She's getting out of his way at this point, I right. feel. Oh, oh yeah. and I actually, and God help me, I'm going to give Trump credit. He knocked the last question straight out the park. Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> that last question about naming uh, a positive characteristic about your opponent. Granted, you know, two days before he was saying she didn't have the stamina. And then she's saying she never gives up. But that's yeah, Trump. He, he pancaked it. He flip floppied. <laughs> But still, you say that like it surprises you. But still, that is the closest thing to a compliment I'm probably ever going to give the guy. So I'm just yeah. Gonna and her that. answer was a total bluff answer. She was like, "Oh, you've got great kids." Like eh, everyone yeah. knows mean, he actually doesn't. Like, but at a, I, I know you sexually that, assaulted yourself some good kids, right? Like, I know he's a moral cesspool, but have at least something ready. Right. Exactly. Ha- think of something like 
He's got good words. He's got the best words. They're tremendous oh, words. If she had said that exact <laughs> quote. I'd just like run straight to the polls and just wait. Just camp just, out. I want to be the first person at Freeman Library to would, vote for this You bitch. would call me and be like, hey, bring me a tent. <laughs> right? I'm already standing I'm in already front here. of. I'm already here. I'm standing in front I'm of the polling vacation, guys. Bring me tacos and a tent, please. So I actually want to talk just real quick about the fact that he said that he was going to get a special prosecutor mm-hmm. to look into her situation is, is, is what this is exact words. Yeah, so do you think he was talking about the emails do you think he was talking about benghazi who knows honestly i think he was just threatening to throw her in jail because he she opposed him i don't think he knows this is a total right. he is took a page the, out of putin's book yeah he has all the makings of a totalitarian dictator like i think he threw an idle threat in there that Mm-hmm. nobody in his staff knew that he was going to do. Right. Because they would have stopped him. And now they're like, Can't anyone oh, stop him at this I, point? I don't think that they can. They can't stop him from fucking picking up his phone at 3 a.m. Why would they? I know. That's some of my favorite times if I can't sleep. I'm like, what is this jackass saying? Mm-hmm. What is he doing What's right Trump now? What's Trump up to? What's good old Trump doing? It's like, oh, Uncle Touchy. So Uncle I want to leave some time to talk about everyone's favorite person to come out of the debates the guy in the red sweater the guy in the red sweater his name is ken bone by the way ken bone yeah i've seen some stuff come out about him so well ken bone has for the last week been having the time of his life dude's been on so many news shows He's Aww. being interviewed by everybody, and you heard his voice. Like he, he, he looks like he's a nice guy, right? And he's got like this like charming kind of lisp or yeah. speech impediment, just a little Some bit. Some slight distortion. He's got going this, on. this killer mustache. I mean, dude's rocking this red sweater. I mean, he cares about the environment, yeah, and people's jobs. Yeah, he's like, a good guy. I want to hang out with him. Yeah, and we then, should nominate him. <laughs> actually, a lot of people said that shit. Oh. Yeah. But oh, and by the way, he is selling t shirts, by the way. He is. He okay. is. Um he's using the hashtag bone zone. Because of oh, course he is. Shit. Yeah. Bone yeah. zone. How is that not already taken by like some kind of porno exhibition or I, something? I don't know, but he's Segway. got the, he's got the same <laughs> he's got the same t shirt design as Obama's old hope yeah. shirt. And it just says the bone at the bottom. What? Yeah, so this is already happening. That's terrible. He's already selling these t-shirts. I mean, I do know several people that are going to be him for Halloween. Dude danced with uh, Hillary on the Ellen DeGeneres show. That happened. Mm. I mean, he's getting his 15 minutes right now. I'm, I'm happy for him, but I already don't care. Well, a lot of people aren't caring right now. Have you guys heard about what's going on with him at all? I know, like, some of his old tweets were racist or something so he hosted an ask me anything on reddit yeah um you guys know what reddit is mm-hmm. um he asked he, he hosted an ask me anything but he didn't delete his old comment history so what you got was you got to see a little bit of uncensored bone zone bone comments zone. some of his comments were on porn videos saying hey. how hot women were well, there you go. Respecting yeah. the female body. Okay. Yeah, and I mean, he's not racist. He was just like, hey, look, she's half Brazilian, half Japanese. I'd love those curves. I'm paraphrasing. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. Oh, actually, let's not even paraphrase. Let's read a few. Because I, I find this hilarious that the Internet's hero 
is all of a sudden falling. Japanese features, Brazilian curves, she could rule the world. Nice. It's like the opposite of racist. Oh, yeah. And I mean, some of these are, I mean, they're just really personal, but I still want to read them because, I mean, it's, it's, it's good information, too, in case I ever get one. Um, he's talking about vasectomies. He said, I had mine done two years ago. Sexual satisfaction is way up. There's nothing like being able to go bareback with no worries. My wife loves it, too. Nice. I mean, like, how personal is this? Yeah. I've noticed no difference in sensation or volume, and the procedure was nearly volume. painless. Hold on. Time out. Yeah. Volume of his ejaculate? Yes. Or, okay. Yeah, we're talking about that nice, cute man's ejaculate now. That's how fast we jumped from <laughs> America's sweetheart. To bone zone. Yeah, to the bone zone. <laughs> Um, no one's surprised with a name like that. That's actually not his birth name. He changed it to Bone to try to get his uh, adult film star career. I'd watch it. I'd watch at least one. I'd watch them all. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'd watch them all. I lied a second ago. I've already um, seen them. I've already seen them all. The things that really got him kind of in trouble, he, in one of his comments, said that Trayvon Martin's death was justified. Well, he's wrong. I completely agree. No. And He's then entitled this, to his op- opinion. And then there was this awesome post. This is the question that was posted on Reddit that he answered. What's the most illegal thing you've done and gotten away with? Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> plead so the fifth. Just plead the fifth, bro. No, no, no. This is Reddit. He went out of his way to answer this question for Pl- internet strangers. Plead the fifth. Please. He didn't think that he was going to get internet famous. Felony insurance fraud. What? I didn't scam any money. I forged documents to make it look like I had car insurance so I wouldn't get fired from my pizza delivery job. During the two months it took me to pay to get any real insurance back, my fake cards and documentation fooled three bosses and a cop. Made them in uh, Microsoft Paint by scanning an old card and changing the dates one pixel at a time. The paper documents and receipts were a bit tougher. Can't say how I did them. I don't know how long the statute of limitations is on that. You should have Googled it before you posted the AMA. Yeah, like... Just saying. I also don't know the statute of limitations. Other than the Trayvon Martin thing, I don't really care. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I don't care. I mean, he was doing it... Until he could afford insurance. Like, it wasn't like he was scamming it for years. It was really just like an earnest, I need a job. I need a job to get a job. It's not just fucking working out. I'm just going to do this one thing really fast. Well, even the way he answered the question was so disarming and cute. Because <laughs> like, you can imagine you. him saying it. Yeah. With that, with that like, speech impediment and, like, in the red vet and the red sweater and everything. Holding you in his arms no, tenderly. I, I didn't go that far, but oh. I will say how his, I was his mustache it. is very soft. It's very soft. So I, I think that's it uh, for this episode of Nerds on the Left. Uh, remember, if you like the show, follow us on Twitter and Facebook. I mean, even if you, if you didn't like the show, uh, like us on Twitter and Facebook. Uh, Twitter, we're at Nerds on the Left. Facebook is facebook.com slash Nerds on the Left. You guessed it. Um, you can listen to more on bmoviesandebooks.com. Hit subscribe for listening for more. You can find us on iTunes and any po- of your favorite podcatchers. For this week, I'm Rodney. Mike. Melissa. And we're out. Bye, guys. Keep it nerdy, people. The podcast you just heard is part of the B&E Network. Brought to you by bmoviesandebooks.com.